Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Monday, April 24, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, the first thing we have is an S&P that finished up three and a half points on the day. So basically, it's another nothing burger slash flat day, which brings us to another point as an interest or recap. Last week was one of the most narrow ranging weeks we've seen. There's been a couple more like it, but it's a very narrow ranging week. So whether or not they have another one of those, or we can expect an expanse in volatility slash point movement remains to be seen over the next four days. They are eating time off the clock under the 100-period moving average. The prevailing wisdom would mean we're going higher. However, the prevailing wisdom is incorrect the large majority of time. Write that down, put it on a sticky note. Above all the moving averages back to the daily chart, the trend is your friend until your crap gets thrown out the window. However, they're starting to make one of these bearish, wedgish kind of things from a smaller or micro perspective in relation to the rest of the chart that can bring price down into that 20 period moving average. What generally follows a quiet market, a quiet tape, a narrow ranging market day after day after day for an entire week? I'll give you the short answer, an expanse in volatility and more price movement than we've seen before. Consider it the calm before the storm. And the storm doesn't necessarily have to be in one direction or another. It's just the concept of they're going to move the tape when you least expect it. You're going to wake up one day, she's going to be up or down 30, 40, 50 handles, whatever the case is, and Mrs. Market will have woken up. When we take a look at a different time frame, for example, the 240 minute or one half day chart, we notice that She's running sideways along that 20-period moving average. Is she going to hold or is she going to break the 20-period moving average? Now, we can also make a case on this chart that you have one of these patterns inside the pattern. What does that mean? Well, I'll point it out. So you have a big breakup candle here. That's the green one. The next candle we could say is not necessarily a reversal candle, but we could classify it as a breakdown candle. So you have a breakup candle, and then all of a sudden you have a breakdown candle. And until price gets above the high of the breakdown candle, which is right here, then she's making a bearish, flaggish, wedgish kind of thing, building energy for another move down that only gets taken off the table until or unless we get above, she gets above the high for 1370 of the breakdown candle. There's some unfinished business in the name of a gap just above, and that would wipe out the bearish thing going on on this particular 240-minute chart. Do we have the same or similar confirming on the 120-minute chart? The answer is we have the same breakdown candle. We don't have a breakup candle. We don't need to pay attention to it. We have the breakdown candle, and we know that until or unless price gets above 41370, This is essentially a bearish, wedgish kind of thing. Now, 
They can gap over it in the morning. That's one way to get through. They do that a lot. So this doesn't say exactly what's going to happen, but what we do know is if price does this, then this is likely. So for example, if price gets above 41370, this breakdown candle high, it's more likely that the gap is not necessarily the final destination, but the energy would then be released in the northern or upward direction, the same energy that would normally be released in the downward direction. Put that stuff on a sticky note. It's important. Did anybody make money today inside the number members, inside the number live room members? Put it under the video. Let's hear about it. I already know the pre-answer. We have some rhetoric early on. We'll run through it. Futures are having a little bit of a pullback. No big deal. We have a bull and a bear pivot this morning. This is at zero dark 30. We're going to focus on the 412.25. That was the bull pivot. We also have the bear variety down here at 410.80. So let's get a visual on those two numbers. Right of the vertical is today's activity. Early on, they tried to rally. In the live room, we were prepared to short 413 and a quarter. They came up short. The high of day was 413.07. 412.25 was the pivot. Once they got below, we started looking below. Looking for what? Looking for an opportunity. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. Let's fast forward a little bit to where the opportunity surfaced. Remember, read all the notes, all the numbers are in here, and here you begin to see emerging 41080. Recapturing it, this was while the market was going back up, recapturing 41175 opens the door for 41225. However, staying below, and you'll see that more down here, keeps the door open for 41080 and potentially Friday's close or Friday's low, pardon me, of 41017. That's a zone, is support, and for a bounce back in the other direction. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. 1120, 41080 is the bounce spot. 41080, the low here was 41079. They bounced the tape. Traders got a nice profit there. Came back, spiked the low, rip it back up in the other direction. Traders choice on that one. We had a lower number if they went lower where I was willing to buy it, but some traders in the live room did it anyway because it was a zone of support between 410.80 and Friday's low of 410.17. And then they ripped it back in the other direction, right to where? 412.25. Funny how that works. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. 410.80 is still the top end of the support zone between 41080 and 41017, and maybe a spike of it. You have to be prepared for anything. You have to know all the numbers. Yada, yada. It's all in here. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double check the work. Already on the bounce, talking about the pivot for 1225. Pause them, read them, go back to the chart to double check the work. 41175 to 41225 is an important zone on the way back up. They went a little higher at the end of the day but it was an important zone on the way back up. How about stocks on the move? We only had one on the board today that was in the pre-market. Had a little issue with the feed early in the day, got it on around the open. 
Traders may have missed it. Some traders got lucky and got the third number. We'll take a look at First Solar in a moment. There was also two others that came up during the live room session. We're going to look at those as well. First Solar, 123, 206.90, 204.51, 201.44. It was the third number. We had traders in the room at all three numbers, two of the three and one of the three. Any trader that took First Solar, A, we were babysitting it in the live room, and B, made money, period, full stop. About Tesla. Now, this one was interesting. Pay attention to this. This was only a live room trade. It was in real time. We discussed it thoroughly. This is what happened. I said 160.30 was the number. I said because they're spiking the low and ripping it back in the other direction trade, let them spike through 160 even though 160.30 was the number, that was the unfinished business. I said they'll spike through by a dollar, dollar fifty of 160 and then rip it back in the other direction. The low was 158.61. That was on the mark. And then we said, where's the target? The first target is back to 160.30. The second target is 162. That worked out. A lot of traders did very well in the live room with Tesla. First Solar, The Spiders, Learning Stuff, Market Psychology, Understanding Patience, How to Manage Your Trades. It's like a bonanza of learning stuff. Here's another one. Came up in the live room, moving after the opening bell. 279.85 was the number in Microsoft. Hop on, they spike it, rip it back up in the other direction. Nice trade. Now, one of the benefits of the live room is that traders in the live room see something moving, they bring it to my attention, we do the work, I do the work, and then we put out the numbers and it all happens in real time. It's a community effort. If you're finding success with any of these trades, there's something for everybody. Post it under the video. Post it on Twitter where I posted the SPY trade today. Post it. What's going on over in Camp IWM. Well, they're down 15 cents as I look at this now. The close today was 177.44. Friday's close was 177.56. You know what we could say about that? Nothing happened. Nothing changed on the chart. They're still eating time off the clock. The 20-period moving average is, in fact, the last moving average line of defense. We're not going to lose sight of the fact that this particular weekly chart looks different than most. This is a bearish, wedgish thing under all the moving averages on my favorite market-leading indicator. I cannot unsee or unknow that information. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend. Above all the moving averages, she's free to move higher. Above 14,585, 600, she's free to move higher. We're in earnings season. However, we haven't had a ton of companies report earnings. Mondays are generally a little bit on the lighter side. However, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and sometimes Friday morning, we're going to get a plethora of earnings reports, stuff that moves during the trading day. It's opportunity. Some of the stuff even moves the broader market. It's a coming. What about the Q people? A little bit of a struggle around this 20-period moving average. If she gives up the 20-period moving average, it's going to begin to open the door. 
not only to this window to the gap around 310, but also to fill the gap around 308 and change, 307 in that neighborhood. If she holds the 20 period moving average, that's not on the table. If she breaks the 20 period moving average and gets below 313.50, it is on the table. Write that down, put it on a sticky note. What's going on on the weekly chart? This is a bull flag pattern right underneath the 100 period moving average. This by itself does not mean that price will go higher. This pattern generally will bring price higher because it's building energy in a very narrow range in a bullish formation that will normally bring price higher, but they also fail. We don't know which one is going to happen. What we do know is what is happening at present, which is eating time off the clock underneath the 100 period moving average. If the trick trap full and frustrate crew enter the mix, they're going to drop price rather than pop price. Who are they? The Trick Trap Fool and Frustrate Crew. They're a fractal of Trick and Company. Basically, we can call them a we can call them a subsidiary. Their job is to make as many investors and traders look like fools as much of the time as possible. They're the rug pull people. What about the XLF and the financials? Well, we said they were at overhead resistance between where they were around 33 and a half and these moving averages, the 200 period moving average up here near 33.82, give or take. If they continue to go sideways to pullback type of formation, they are building energy for another move higher. If they stay above this low, 32.72, they are building energy to move higher. If they come below that, it opens the door for the gap, the 20 period moving average, and a change in the character of the current tape. Write that down, put it on a sticky note. What about Smash Mouth? They're leaking a little bit. Now they've given up not only the 20 period moving average, but the 50 period moving average. Sat on it on Friday, closed below it today. This is a pretty good proxy for the tech space as a whole. Without tech, nobody's going anywhere. Remember what we said, 240 to 242, if they start to come lower, drip lower, if they just go lower. It's very curious, and we talked about this in the live room today, it's very curious that they haven't got to my number at 265, 265.40 to be precise. Could be 266, could be 265.71, but in that general neighborhood, they should have gotten at least a little bit higher, and they haven't. Maybe it's a fake out, and the actual destination is a lot higher, but if they start getting below the 100 period moving average, and they close below that on a weekly basis, a Friday close, that's going to change the character of the tape. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I am David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense market analysis.